It's Talking Twins and more with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and more, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me, my co-host for this wonderful adventure from twinfo.com.au, Naomi Dolan. Hey, Naomi, how are you going? Nikki, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. You know what? I'm sitting near the beach at the moment, which is my happy place. Um, I'm out with the kids on holidays with their grandparents for a little bit of a break. So I'm enjoying some downtime because I've actually gone out with the grandparents for a bike ride. So let's just make this last for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. I, I've got You've got to love when you just get those, um, I call them unexpected bonuses. Yeah. Where... Um, you know, you, you're suddenly child-free without expecting to be. Yes, um, because it doesn't happen very often in this house because we don't have any nearby family. So uh, to have that is, yeah, is always great. It definitely is. I just need a glass of wine in hand or something now and I'd be made. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. How's your week been? It has been really, really good, um, but very busy. I'm getting to that stage where I just needed a bit of a break, so it's come at the right time, so catching up with the fan band, which is awesome. I tell you what, I'm super excited to be chatting to our guest this week. Yes, yeah, so am I. Um, this is a guest that um, we've been wanting to chat to for a little while um, and I finally got around to contacting her and she was like, yeah, let's do it. I think when we actually wrote down a bucket list of all the people in Australia that we could talk to who were multiple parents, Tori was pretty much on the top of the list. We're talking about Tori Reese. Her husband you may know as Jimmy Giggle. Uh, he's been gracing our TV screens for our children for a very long time and we're going to catch up with Tori and find out their multiple adventure next. It's Talking Twins and More. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. As we said, we're very excited to welcome our guest. Tori Reese is joining joining us. Hello, Tori. How are you going? I'm fantastic. How are you? We are absolutely wonderful. As you may have just heard, we're pretty excited to have you join us on this podcast because you were like number one on our bucket list. How do you feel about that? (laughs) Oh, I feel very special, actually. No, I'm so excited to be here to share our journey of our beautiful twins and how we got there. Well, Tori, let's start right at the beginning. So you actually have three kids. Um, your eldest, how old is your oldest now? He's five now, Lenny. And the twins? And the twins are now 19 months. Okay. So we've got, yeah, little, little nearly four years between them. My goodness. That, that must be a little bit of a break, but as we know, there's about, you know, m- not much between the twins. Keeping your hands full. Um, for you, how did your multiple journey start? Take us back to the beginning. Okay, so back to the beginning. When we decided to have kids, we've been married for a couple of years and decided, oh, yeah, I think it's time, you know, I think it's time to start our family. And then James basically looked at me, as he says, and we fell pregnant with beautiful Lenny. Um, and that was all amazing. And yeah, everything we could, everything we dreamt of. And then we decided when he hit about 12 months that would love to um, add to our family. And obviously through um, sharing a little bit of our journey, people have found out that we ended up through IVF. Um, we tried for a couple of years and it just wasn't happening. So we started having a look at a few um, different, you know, methods and all of that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, ended up unfortunately down the IVF journey. Um, and yeah, basically, yeah, after four rounds, we did IVF. We had lots of ups and downs in those four rounds, but then we found out that we had twins at about, oh, I think it was about 10 weeks, we found out there was two little bubbas in there. Wow. Oh, 
as a fellow IVF mum, you know, every time I hear that anyone goes through IVF, my heart breaks for them. And um, I just, yeah, I love hearing the success stories because for me, struggling, going through all of the IVF procedures, we did eight rounds of IVF to have our twins, and going through each of those was just soul-destroying. So to hear positive outcomes was just something that I was always wanting to hear. So I'm oh, so happy. I was exactly the same. I feel like when you're going through IVF, you feel, and it's something that I'm really passionate and really would love to share and get out this voice as much as I possibly can because I feel when you're in it, you feel so alone and that no one really understands. And I mean, I used to walk down the street and I had Lenny, you know, but I used to walk down the street and see all babies and like oh. it's just amazing that mind frame and only people who have gone through IVF really sort of understand like that yearning and how like I was how obsessive you get over just the days of your cycle and the appointments and the everything that I just yeah I, just I mean stabbed my heart then I have never seen so many pregnant babies and newborns as I did while I was going through IVF. I know, I know. I was exactly the same. And, you know, every, I mean, your, your, your sister or your friend or someone you didn't even know announcing their pregnancy every single time, I, I you, you see it and you're so happy for them. But there's that part of you that is trying so hard to, um, yeah, to fall pregnant and to yeah. do everything you possibly can for that, for your body to get there and, I, I look back on my time of how focused I was and how obsessed I was and how, you know, I honestly had, there was times there that I didn't think that I was going to have, you know, add to my family, get, have a sibling for Lenny, that I look back and I wish that I, I I knew that I was going to. So I didn't, you know, have those years of, you, you know, so yearning and so focused. But at the same time, I look at my three beautiful boys and realize that, Everything that I did and everything that I went through was for this, and I couldn't ask for anything more. With um, can I ask a question? Because um, I, I didn't have secondary infertility. We didn't have other children, and as you said, you know, James just looked at you and you fell pregnant. <laughs> secondary infertility must be, I don't know, almost. I mean, you can't compare anything, but it must be really soul-destroying because you know it's happened once and you're like, what has changed? Why isn't this working? You know, and people then are saying to you, oh, you know, you need to be thankful that you've got Lenny and, you know. Oh, absolutely. I, that was the number one thing people would say to me and I'm like, oh, that was, you know, I, I was always so thankful that I had Lenny, but I definitely wanted him to have a sibling. and um. Yeah, secondary infertility is something that not many people seem to talk about or know about, but it's super common. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things that you really need to, um, yeah, be aware of when you are trying for bubbers. That if if there is something that it hasn't isn't quite happening as quickly as you thought it may have, or did you know, there's no harm in you know having a checkup and you know. For me, it was something that I really needed. I found out after my third round that I had a blocked tube. So I should have had a flush, you know, a tubal flush at the very beginning, but I didn't. So that could have been a reason we'll never know. Um, 
There's so many would have, could have, mm. isn't there? I mean, so many. And at the end of the oh. day, I wouldn't have, couldn't have any of the different because I've got my beautiful Mac and Vinny. So, mm. um, yeah, yeah mm. totally. Everything yeah. that we went through was it's my perfect, unperfect story. I like to share it as. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit the same. I, um, and so this is just expanding on this, and we actually haven't shared my full story yet on our podcast. Um, but it's I, so hard. How do you ever share your full story? Because there's I know. so many layers. There mm. are. And um, so I had our twins after eight rounds of IVF. I cannot have any more. I had cancer. I've had a heap of my stomach muscles removed. Everything's mesh. And my particular tumour is estrogen receptive. And they're like, you know, you just can't have any more children. And I was, so I don't think I've actually unpacked that myself. I don't think I've gone through the grieving process of that secondary infertility that is just not going to happen. Mm. Yeah. It's a re- so for me to hear other people, oh, I'm uh, yeah, like secondary infertility is real. I've had friends that have gone through. I've got friends that have gone through, I don't know, third list. What's, what's, <laughs> I can't even yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't um, know. What, I suppose it's still called secondary, isn't no, it? <laughs> I'm assuming it is. I don't know. Well, I, yeah, um, who have had two children, didn't feel complete, wanted that last one because I think as a as a family, you know when you've got that missing part in your family, um, and then you know not being able to have their third or fourth or even fifth child is still soul destroying. Yeah, it is, and it's not. It's it's not to take it away from anyone who, you know, have got beautiful friends who have all, you know, never gone through the heartache of any sort of infertility, um, you know. And then I've got friends that have had had it really rough, and it's all so. It's everyone's got their ups and downs in every story that they've got, and to me, I think the infertility that James and I went through is something that oh god it bonded us like no tomorrow you know he 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 often calls me you know as i call any person that goes through ivf is an ivf warrior and mm-hmm. i believe that seeking that um community and understanding and watching those positive stories is what i needed the most and i feel like you know creating something like this podcast that we can talk about the the hard things that happen through the IVF, but also the beautiful and amazing qualities that you get through going through being an IVF warrior, I think. I agree mm. so much. So one of the reasons that I started Twinfo was because I went through so many rounds of IVF. And um, so this is pre-Facebook days, I guess, actually. I'm trying to think back, you know. Um, but I hung out in the mail every month through my fertility clinic, I got a newsletter. It was a book, and it, and but I don't know. It was like I don't know, thirty pages. Best newsletter that you've ever got. Um, but a lot of it was dedicated to success stories. Yeah, and that's I amazing. To, I used to hang out for them, and we had a really good library at our fertility clinic, and there were heaps of books. And I still, and I bought, purchased some extra ones. I love reading um, those kind of books and all the success stories. And yes, some of them don't end in success. But for me, um, I then fell pregnant with twins and I was looking 
for stories to continue reading. I had spent the last two years reading success stories, reading other people's journeys, but they all ended with them getting pregnant. Yes. And I was like, okay, I'm now pregnant. What do I do next? Where, like, where do, you know, we, we lost a set of twins along the way, Tori, at my, on my fifth round of IVF. Um, I was pregnant with twins and I lost one at nine weeks and then one at 11 weeks. Mm which was a really dark and difficult time. Again, we haven't gone through Absolutely. this podcast, but it was an awful time. Um, but I was looking for that next round, the hope, you know, and there was nothing out there. No. And so then, you know, I made it through, obviously, the twin pregnancy, and I was like, hang on, there's just something missing. And, yeah, so I started Twinfo, and I've now got, I, oh, gosh, I don't know, I think I've got, over two, there's 220 blogs or something on the page now, and 150 of those are other people's stories. Yes, yeah, which is it's it's amazing when you're. And I think we all know we all love reading about everyone's experiences, and and it's just something about when you're going through, mm. you know, certain dark times. No matter if it's IVF, no matter if it's you know sick children, you know anything like that. But reading. Other people's experiences is something that, yeah, it's really um, soulful and helps you get to that point of staying in that positive mind frame because I feel that that's what you need when you're in that IVF that, you know, I had to practice a whole heap of positive affirmations every single day to make sure because I needed to stay there and stay strong and stay, stay connected to what, you know, our family really wanted to be. Yeah. And, um, luckily we got there and I'm so fortunate to everyone who supported me because I tell you my best friend did not hear anything but babies you know how she she went through with everything with me to, to, in terms of it all and I just yeah it was just it's just what you focus on isn't it see my best friend had her first child at 18 um, unexpectedly uh, was on the pill had her second child I don't know, 25 or something, again, on the pill. So I didn't have – I just always – yeah, and she she was never set out to be a mum in terms of, you know, neither of her children were planned. They both just happened. And I was like – I remember getting to the stage crying today saying, right, let's just go and get drunk and have sex in the back of a car. Yeah, maybe it'll work that way if we're not wanting it so bad. You know, you know the, the story. Just relax, and it'll. Oh, happen. good God! You're never like, say that to somebody ever. <laughs> but everyone says it. Just maybe go on a holiday. Maybe then you can. Maybe then it'll happen. You're like, oh, it needs to be a blog. What not to say to someone going through IVF? Like, I agree. <laughs> anyway, so let's turn this back to a more positive thing. You've yes. got two gorgeous or three gorgeous boys how like so you said like when did you find out that you were pregnant with so, two? so we found out we actually um we found out that we were pregnant around you know obviously with the IVF you go in like straight on okay uh, hang on let's go know. back a step okay and sorry you peed on so many sticks <laughs> so many sticks oh, and I remember <laughs> so many and it was like I literally could have framed those things like we um we were actually caravanning. We got a caravan. It was the three of us out, you know, Jimmy, Len, Lenny, and I, and our little dog Lexi out in the caravan. 
And I just thought, you know what, I, I'm just going to do it. And it was literally 10 days post, you know, oh, I got an implant. 10 days DPO. 10 days So it was like, there's no way that this will come up. And it came up. And James and Lenny were bouncing on the giant pillow that was at the camping grounds. And I just took it like I had it in my pocket. And I showed him it and he was like, we both just cried on the pillow and Lenny's like, what's going on? And I'm showing Lenny and Lenny's going, what the hell is this thing you just weed on? But it was just the moment of it was just pure joy. And obviously we knew that it was, you know, we'd had miscarriage. We had about three or four, you know, miscarriages earlier. Um, and we knew, but I, there was just something different with this time because this time was an IVF pregnancy. I just was so hopeful. and. Um, yeah, obviously we then were, we sort of got to about seven weeks and I was like having the blood test all the time because I just wanted to double check everything was going back and my levels were really high and we're going, eh, okay, you know, but the doctor's saying this is really great. Last, so we had the, had our first. Scan. So you had obviously transferred two embryos. So I transferred two embryos. Um, the IVF clinic wanted, said to me after the fourth round, let's just give it a go. These, we had two left. So I had done, so my first round, um, we only got one embryo to day five. My second round, we got nothing to day five. Oh, God, that is so devastating. It's so devastating. And the third round, we got nothing again. And the fourth round, we got two to day three. And I said to my doctor, I looked at her and I said, for some reason, I feel like I want them in. I said, I don't want to have another round that I don't get anything to day five. I want to give it a go. And she was like, Yep, Tors, let's go for it. So we put those two beautiful um, hatching blasts in. And, um, yeah, no, I never thought in my wildest dreams that they were both going to take. There was absolutely nothing. I said to Jimmy, should we do it? And he's like, yep, let's do it. What have we got to lose? And then we got to about seven weeks. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, it was about seven weeks for our first ultrasound. And Jimmy came with me. And... um, Yep, beautiful. We saw a beautiful baby heartbeat happening, but there was only one in there. And I'm going, but you know, we didn't think anything of it. We thought, yeah, oh my goodness, we're pregnant with a bubba, la 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 la. And then I went back, I think it was nine weeks. So I was just getting a lot of scans because I was just freaking out something could happen or, you know. Mm. And we went back, but I went on my own this time. And then the lady said to me, oh, did you know you were having twins? <gasps> no! <laughs> like, oh, wow. What? Because we had had the scan and there was only one heartbeat there. We didn't see any other sack. There was not like, you know, there was no inclination when James was with me at the seven weeks that there were two babies there. And anyway, so anyway, she's like, do you want to just, do you want to just go, for, you know, go, go to the toilet and then come back and we'll have another look. I'm like, okay. And my heart is just beating like wild. And we went back in there and she goes, so here's twin A and, you know, did the measurements and stuff. And here's twin B. Oh, yeah, both got solid heartbeats, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I just could not believe it. So the lady the lady goes, okay. So, so she printed off me two pictures. She printed a twin A and a twin B because obviously I was like, oh, my goodness, I have to go well, and tell my husband now. Eye. One was smaller. So my twin B, which was Vinny, was always – smaller so always you, smaller do you think that was a natural conception or well, okay now you're starting something because <laughs> we've always thought because obviously throughout IVF 
I didn't actually know this, but you're not meant to have intercourse. Mm. I didn't know that. No one told me that. Oh. So the doctors were the doctors were like, we've always wondered whether one could have been an IVF and one could have been a natural. But wow. who knows? We'll never know. That's fascinating, um, though. It's so was, fascinating. Yeah. Was he always a few days behind through all oh, your He was camp? always like he was always like two weeks behind. Yeah, oh, right. Goodness. So wow. Yeah. But yeah, so we never knew. But anyway, so then off. So they were obviously two beautiful babies. So then my husband and Lenny were at a coffee shop, and I had these. I was shaking. I had these <gasps> two pictures of twin A, twin B, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna tell him that there's two babies in there. Blah blah blah. Anyway, so I go in there and I show him a picture and he goes, oh, obviously you can't see anything because it just looks like a blob. Yes. But he was still <laughs> like, oh, look, it's so beautiful. And then I handed him another one. And he goes, oh, I love that they gave us two pictures, you know. Anyway, I said, no. I said, Jimmy, look at the bottom. And it says down the bottom, A and B. And he was like, he still, he, it took him still, so yeah. long to understand that that, that that means there's two babies. And anyway, oh my goodness, his reaction was just, he just had tears in his eyes Aww. and it was just like, you know, the best thing ever. Everyone thinks that, oh my goodness, finding out you're having twins. But for us, it was like, this is just the most incredible, yeah, the most incredible blessing. Um so yes, we just that was just full steam ahead from there. Wow, my goodness! And I bet every day you're sort of like, oh, I wonder if they're the same. But it'd be hard to sort of move that thought from the back of your mind, I guess, at least through the pregnancy, anyway, because they would Absolutely. obviously still be hitting those marks, as you said, two weeks apart. That's right. And Vinny's always always that little bit smaller. They are totally different. Gosh. And also, the other thing was was that. Um, on after my third round, my doctors were like, "You need to have a little bit of a break," uh, and that's when they decided to give me that tubal flush, which is where I found out that one right. of my tubes was actually right. Blocked. So, so it would have increased your probability of actually being able to fall pregnant naturally. In correct, yeah. Right. So, which wow. I didn't know, and that's yeah. you know that's been my number one thing. When anyone says to me, "Oh, we're struggling," la la la, I'm always like, "Get that tubal flush just to make sure," you mm. know. Um, and yeah, but I didn't do that. I don't know why, but that wasn't a thing. Um, and yeah, so every chance. How fascinating. So from <laughs> there, moving through, I mean, obviously, like any pregnancy, those first 12, 14 weeks are fraught with high anxiety at the best of times. How was it for you guys? And then once you reached that point, when did you start telling family, share that news and the news that there were two? Yeah, so yeah, such high anxiety. I was like, I was my scan lady's best friend. I would just be like, oh, can I just book in one more? You know, I just wanted to make sure that they were just perfect, you know, safe and everything in there. And um, yes, high anxiety. But I got to a point around sort of that 16 weeks, I suppose, that I started feeling a bit more, hey, this is this is real. This is happening. And um yeah, sharing did your that family they were, knew that you were doing IVF. They did, yeah. Um, or yeah. I, I've never been. I think at the very beginning, I was a bit shy. I was a bit, you know, I felt that as a woman, I had that, you know, you you put that fail on yourself, which is absolutely ridiculous. But as a woman, you do. You feel like, what's wrong? Why me? What What have I not? You know, what haven't I been doing right? Or all of that. But 
that breaks my heart because yeah yeah. it was one of those things that I definitely felt that I wanted to share with my family and I did I shared it with my friends with my family and I didn't have any close friends that were also doing IVF um but you know I explained it to them and that everyone was supportive and so yes they did know but I didn't we didn't tell them straight away when we found out we were pregnant we sort of got to that sort of comfortable stage and then yeah because you had a couple of miscarriages yeah, they were all so, early on. Um, yeah. But still, you, you, once you've you know once you've gone through all of that and, and losing, oh, I couldn't even imagine losing any um, baby. You know, is such a um, no matter how early it is, it's still um, yeah heartbreaking and it is yes. Mm. You always think about what could be, what was, um, but. As I said, I always look forward and I look at my three beautiful blessings and, oh, gosh, I, I really am the luckiest woman in the world, I think, some days. With yeah, my, I'm the Boy same. tribe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, boy tribe. How many people <laughs> say to you, ah, oh, you need to go again so you can have a girl. Oh. Oh, all the time. I'm like, you oh, know what? You I'm wish you've got a girl? Oh. Oh, all the time. And that's what I said to James. Oh. James always says, you know, things like, you know, we're wrestling because we're boys and we fart because we're boys. And I'm like, you really do. Like, you are mm-hmm. all really the same. And yeah. I, but you know what? All my boys, you know, they go on little walks and they pick me flowers and they bring me flowers. And Lenny's always like, oh, has mummy got her, you know, her chocolate? And, you know, like, they treat me like I am the queen and I, they Aww. really do have the best role model in Jimmy. He just, yeah. yeah, he treats me, makes me a coffee every morning and looks after me like, um, you know, like I am the little queen of the house. So I love having boys. Yeah, yeah. forget like Nick. Uh, so I'm, Nicky's I'm got with two you, boys. Yeah. My, mine are both mm. boys. But my boys are now four and a half. And, yeah, just in the last sort of – 12 to 18 months um their dad's the same just really started giving them that whole like we look after mum they bring back flowers from walks exactly the same thing and it is it's just oh, but we get it all the time don't you want a little girl don't you? And it's like look we're just so grateful we've got two healthy boys it's so cliche yeah. but it's true it's so true and don't get me wrong I would love I would have yeah, loved exactly, the experience yeah. of a girl as well like I think you know I, I think mm. every experience but there's no, there's no way. I was always meant to be a boy mum, and I really do. I, I feel that you know, I'm the sporty type yeah. mum that gets down dirty. You know, like that's what I, you know, I'm always digging in the dirt with them, and that, and and I love the fact that I get to do that with my three boys. So they'll keep me young, that's for sure. Whereas I'm, I always wanted two boys. So and I got my boy and a girl, and everyone would be like, "Oh, how lucky!" And I'd be like, "I actually wanted two boys." Because I yeah. wanted two little mini Daves. Um, yeah. you know, obviously, <laughs> I love the guy. That's why we had children together and I'm with him. So, And I was like, I'd love two little mini Daves. I think that would be amazing. Um, of course, I love being a, a, a mum to a boy and a girl. And I now couldn't think of anything better. And I, you know, but I just remember at the time, Everyone just has so many opinions about everything because everyone oh, kept saying people. to me, oh, you've got a boy and a girl. You don't need to have any more. No, I like, think mm, I'd actually like to, but I don't have that option. Yeah. But thank no. you, but thank you, thank you for your contribution, yes. and off you go. <laughs> I think that's something that I think that's something I'm working on. To be honest, still, I think that that notion of oh, not letting others others' opinions get too deep, 
in your, you know, in yeah. you. I feel I, I'm not very good at that. I do take probably way too much on board and I listen to other people's thoughts. And James is so good at just being like, why are you letting that bother you? Like, why do you? And I'm like, yeah, you're a male and I'm a female and yeah. that's why we're different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can do that. Look, that's right. If only we could be males, all be males and all things like you, but then the world wouldn't go around. So there you go. <laughs> Tori, you have uh, shared so much of your story so far with us and we would love to find out more about how your pregnancy went, the delivery of your beautiful twins and then, of course, a, a big scare that unfolded pretty much in front of national eyes. Um, but would you like to come back and join us next week and we'll chat through more of your your, your awesome story? Yes, yeah, sounds beautiful. Sorry, I do I do love a chat. So, sorry, so do we. Do not apologise. We love it. It's Tori <laughs> Reese. She's going to join us again next week as we've got more to unpack. It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. We will catch you next week. Thank you. Bye. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickyainley.com.